Good morning and welcome to uh, Monday Mornings with Margie. Thanks for listening in to another episode. Um, I am here today with um, Julie. Uh, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> who um, actually uh, came to Achieve uh, at one point and received treatment and was really excited about the results that she had and so much so that she's uh, gone on uh, her own YouTube channel and <laughs> talked about her experience and was willing and wanting to come, you know, onto uh, my podcast uh, to talk a little bit about her experience. And um, we like to share that with as many people as possible and try to help as many people as possible. So thank you for taking time out of your day and your busy schedule to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, I was wondering if you could just start a little bit with um, maybe some of what led you up to coming for TMS. Okay. Um, so I've tried a lot of different treatment options for my mental health conditions. I've been in therapy on and off since I was nine. I've tried different psychiatric medications since high school, and I've really had a hard time figuring out what I need and what is going to make a difference. Sometimes things would stick and then over a period of time, it wouldn't really work well for me anymore. And um, I had heard of TMS before. I do have my bachelor's degree in psychology, so I learned about it a tiny bit in school. Mm -hmm. um, but then I actually randomly just got a Facebook ad for your organization, and I said, why the heck not? It's a free consult, and I called on the phone, and they were wonderful. I told them about my background, and they said I was probably eligible, and I came in, and here I am. Oh, great. Great. Um, so what was your experience like, uh, when you came for TMS, both your experience with actually getting the treatment, um, and then also your experience with the people you dealt with on our staff? Um, my experience with getting the treatment is that it's a big commitment and I definitely let anyone who's interested in it know that because you have to commit to the 36 treatments and typically you go in five days a week for each one for a period of time and then you taper down to about two or three days a week until you're done with your treatment. And the nice thing about it is instead of talking about difficult things and processing them, you're sitting there with a helmet on watching TV. I chose to watch Parks and Rec on Netflix, which was so much fun. It's one of my favorite TV shows. Um, and it's just so weird at first to feel like I have this helmet on my head and this is supposed to make a difference. But with my background, knowing it's an evidence-based practice and that it has minimal side effects, I remained hopeful. I don't think I saw results right away. Although I was told by my lab tech, usually sleep is something that tends to improve first. It took me a little while and I did notice my quality of sleep get somewhat better and also my ability to fall asleep and stay asleep. Sure. So those things did improve. But when it came to the overall mood and feeling miserable, hopeless, lacking energy and motivation, I didn't see a big difference in those till toward the end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and did you, did you, just a question, some people uh, say that they notice improvements once they're done. So not only did, there are some people, we call them sometimes late responders, but mm -hmm. they're not really late responders, but I think it just makes people feel better to say that. 
So we have people who sometimes don't uh, notice a lot of the results to the end, but then I've talked to people that two weeks out notice continual improvements. Did you notice that or was that not something that happened for you? So I think what happened for me is that afterward was when I felt the best and then there, there were long-term, long-lasting effects that stuck with me consistently. So I feel that TMS has greatly helped me to improve my coping and my functioning because I was struggling to get out of bed when I started and not really doing much with myself. And um, September of last year, I had started my internship and I was terrified and didn't feel like I was going to be able to handle it. But because I started TMS a month before and I had that support, I think that made a huge difference. And also in order to access coping skills, you have to be in a certain spot and also willing to try and use them, which is where I'm at now. So I'm a lot better about having a routine and saying, okay, I'm having this feeling, what can I do about it? And I'm getting stuck in bed a lot less. Mm -hmm. Typically, if I fall into a depressive episode, it doesn't last as long as it used to, and it's not as intense as it used to be. So I feel like I'm also more resilient, and I definitely credit some of that to my treatment. That's great. That's great. Now, when you were coming to treatment, and you know, I know there's lots of steps in our process that achieve for people to come in, and we try to make it as smooth as possible, but we have to deal with insurance companies as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your experience, you know, dealing with everyone from, you know, the beginning when you went on Facebook to the scheduling and then also to the actual treatment uh, at your site with your technician and your doctor? It was all wonderful. Honestly, I've had a lot of bad experiences in the past with mental health providers and whether it was them or it was partially me and my own biases and mm-hmm. weird interactions with people socially. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a whole different story. The psychiatrist that I worked with, a lot of psychiatrists I've seen kind of have like a cold exterior, but she had a bedside manner. She was very polite and kind and encouraging of, wow, Julie, you've done a lot of these treatments. And even though you're going to do TMS with us, I hope that you'll continue with therapy because that's really important. So she she really knew her stuff. She really understood medication, but she also understood the other mental health treatments that are available. So not only did I feel like I was in good hands because she was so knowledgeable, but she was also so kind. And those are the two most important things I would say that I look for from a mental health provider. Um, and the person on the phone who set everything up and the scheduling was great. And I'm someone who's very rigid and likes a routine. So I love that you guys printed something out and were like, here you go. Here's all your appointments up until the end. That was really helpful for me to put them all in my phone and write them down and be organized and have that structure. So I feel like TMS even helped with that piece. Um, Beyond that, the other two people I interacted with were my lab tech and then someone who came in who was shadowing because they were about to start a position at another location and i would pick their brain sometimes and say hey like what brought you here and they'd usually the person would say i have a bachelor's degree in psych or like some related field um 
but out of everyone, even though everyone was great, my lab tech was definitely the greatest, but also we spent the most amount of time together and we got to know each other pretty well. We had a lot in common and he was definitely a mental health advocate. He was very open, but with boundaries, of course, he didn't tell me his life story, but he talked about how he was a warrior growing up and how he had struggles with anxiety and different things. So he understood a lot of what I was going through. And one thing I want to mention that happened was I was done with my treatment, um, not entirely, one treatment for the day, and I was done early. Um, and I was supposed to go hang out with friends, but I got some texts from friends that were somewhat concerning and triggering for me. And I just kind of froze and panicked. And I told my lab tech, I don't know what to do. I'm sorry. I should probably go. And he said, no. He said, I don't have another patient for a little bit you sit and, and chill out. And if you want to talk to me, whatever you need is fine. And he let me stay. And he waited and made sure that I was safe before I got in my car and drove home. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's great. It's, you know, it's great to hear. I mean, we, I think that we have amazing staff um, and we really look for a certain type of person. Um, but it's also nice to know, I mean, because I'm not present in all of the office spaces. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, uh, it's nice to know that those experiences happen because the technicians don't always share those, those moments of kindness and empathy and support that they put out there. Um, mm -hmm. I don't, I wouldn't expect any less, but it's still nice to actually hear that, you know, from someone who had that experience. So yeah, definitely sharing that. Mm -hmm. Um, so you were speaking a little bit about you know, how your life has changed uh, from TMS and your response. What, and from your perspective, what have other people noticed? I mean, are there other people in your life, whether it's family or friends or, or significant other people that know you and kind of have known your struggles? What have they said to you? Because often it's the people around us that really notice things, even sometimes when we don't see it in ourselves. Right. Um, so I'd say I spend the most amount of time with my parents because I live at home and obviously they raised me so they know me the best out of everyone in my life. Yeah. And they definitely noticed a difference and definitely noticed progress going on with me because like I said, my functioning was better and I wasn't getting stuck in bed anymore. And you were right. They were saying prior to when I noticed it, I feel like you're doing a little better. Like not to say you're not struggling, but you, you seem like you're, you know, doing a little better in general. Um, I don't know if my boyfriend noticed too much of a difference. I'm not entirely sure because the dynamic of being with him was different. I'm not going to get stuck in his bed. I only was getting stuck in mine at home. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I would say I'm pretty close to one of my cousins. She also ended up doing TMS and had a good experience with you guys. Okay. Um, th through, my, through me, heard about it. Um, and she definitely said she noticed a difference with me too. I think it helped me to become more self-aware and insightful as well. That's great. That's mm -hmm. great. I mean, we, we definitely see that a lot. And I think it's the same, the same situation sometimes when people go on medications um, and they are responding to medications. Often it's the people around them that will notice it first. Mm -hmm. People will notice it. Um, and I think it's the same thing with TMS. I mean, we've even had experiences where we have, you know, a family member, significant other, and we may ask, you know, the client, how are you feeling? They're like, uh, and then the person with them's like, oh, I see X, Y, and Z. Like, what about, you know, you did this yesterday. You haven't done that in a year, you know? So mm -hmm. it's nice sometimes to have that outside reflection 
when when you can't see it yourself. So it's yeah, like other people notice that, and it's nice that you know your cousin was able to get get help from it also. Mm -hmm. uh, at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do is give people hope and you know help people who feel like they've tried a lot of different things and it's nothing's seemed to to do the right thing for them. Mm -hmm. um, and I also like the idea that the doctor really did promote what we promote, which is we're only one piece of the puzzle. Right. You know? We're not the end all be all. Um, we're not going to cure everything and we don't want anyone to feel like that's what's being promoted. It's really about an all inclusive kind of treatment where you're doing your TMS, but you're in therapy. And if you're on medications, you don't just yank off to all your medications. You really do everything collaboratively. And then once the results happen, you make decisions accordingly. So, um, you know, I'm glad that you stuck with that on your end as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, combination therapy is the best thing. Like you said, having either medication and therapy or whatever treatment modalities and the same with therapy. You don't just go and talk and that's it. You have to practice your skills and coping and processing outside as well. Sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, um, right now we're obviously in a very interesting time, uh, in the world, um, un uncertain, uh, unprecedented, um, scary <laughs> in some ways for people. Mm -hmm. um, no matter whether you've struggled with mental health or not, it's it's kind of that across the board. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was wondering for you uh, how you've been doing in the midst of all of this for the last couple months, and then what are some of the the skills or coping skills that you're using? Um, that might be helpful to other people that uh, are going through a similar time right now. Yeah, sure. Um, so if anyone ends up watching my YouTube channel after this, I did recently post a mental health update. Things have been really tough for me and in a really um, difficult spot. Outside of coping skills, though, my recommendation for people is to make sure that you're in therapy right now, if that's something you're comfortable doing, and that if you have a specific mental health condition, say you have, you know, a trauma history or an eating disorder, that you seek out someone who specializes and has the experience in that, or say you're interested in something like DBT, you seek out someone who does that. But beyond that therapeutic approach, there are things that you can do to cope. And I'm always trying to build on and improve my coping skills. Mm -hmm. I would say a big piece for me is just keeping the routine and structure. And that's really what's keeping me out of bed. Typically in the morning, I will get up and have breakfast, do a little workout. I like to work out with my mom mm -hmm. and we'll go for a walk if it's nice out after. Mm -hmm. And then I'll take a shower. So just like hygiene, things like that are coping skills and self-care. It can be very basic. It doesn't have to be this profound thing. Right. Um, and then I'll do my makeup. I love doing my makeup. I do makeup on my channel as well. Um, and then if I have anything to do for my YouTube channel, I'll film or edit. And I also just started a program for my certification as a personal trainer because I miss school. Um, for me, I really like doing research and I really like learning. And regardless of if you're in school or not, if you're interested in that, there's so much on the internet and giving yourself a little research project to do could also give you more structure. Yeah. Um, I love listening to music. I love talking to people that can support me. I color. Coloring is definitely a, a big one for me. It, I like to color pictures of animals and use gel pens. I find it to be calming and it definitely helps me when I'm in high distress. 
Um, but like I said, exercise is definitely a piece too with a balance and trying to find a balance with nutrition and diet right now is a very triggering and difficult thing for me. And I'm sure other people feel that way because eating disorders are on the rise with everything going on and in a tough spot, but just feeding your body what it needs, honoring your hunger and taking in nutrients you need is important, but giving yourself a balance and not being too obsessive over it. And so I think that for a lot of people, if they're sitting alone with their thoughts right now, and like you said, mental health condition or not, everyone's stuck with their thoughts because there's less going on. And that's a really hard thing to take on. And it's really hard to process your thoughts on your own. Although you, you can write and you can talk them out. It's Definitely, I believe, important to do that in therapy, but also have a piece where you take a break from processing and you have these distractions that you can use as well. Absolutely. I think, mm -hmm. you know, I think you speak to, you know, some things I talked about in our, my first episode, you know, and one of them is, is really about exercise and just physical movement, mm -hmm. um, you know, not just sitting all day long. Yep not just looking at a screen all day long. Mm -hmm. um, and also uh, the idea of connection um, and that it, some of it can be connection related to processing feelings and some of it can be connection just, you know, being in a room with like your parents and watching like a really good show together and just connecting that way. Like being with people, being in connection, I think is really key for all of us right now, whether it's via Zoom or whether the person's sitting right next to you, um, I think those are really key. And then, you know, when you talked about the coloring, you know, access to mindfulness things, because coloring ultimately is something that is sort of meditative and a mindfulness. And I think mm -hmm. that's really key. You know, I think when people think about meditation, they think, you know, you have to be sitting in a certain position doing certain things, but there's ways you can meditate and ways that you can use mindfulness that doesn't have to be uh, an extraordinary event. So. Right. And I think the issue with mindfulness sometimes is it's this big buzzword. So people misperceive what it is. And like you said, they think it's this meditation guru thing, but it really is just staying in the present moment while you're doing things. It doesn't have to be sitting with yourself, although it can be, it can also be in the form of coloring and focusing on staying in the lines or picking out a color scheme. Absolutely. So we're going to wrap up. Um, and I really appreciate your time. I wanted to ask you, though, um, you know, having gone through your experiences you've had in your life and had the opportunity to go through TMS and sort of your post TMS kind of experience. If there was somebody listening today, even if it's one person who is struggling with depression and anxiety and has tried you know, different modalities and, and it, nothing's worked or worked well. Um, what would your message be to them about um, TMS and Achieve? I would tell them what can it hurt because there's such minimal side effects with doing TMS. The worst thing that could happen is it doesn't click for you. It's not going to make you worse, but you're also going to get that amazing patient care. And that is probably going to help to have that support. And like I said previously, it's going to help to have that structure every day to go in. And it's not a super long appointment. They usually give you like a 40 minute block and it is a commitment, but even just attempting it is something to be proud of and pursuing something like that, or at least making the call and having a consult and just talking about it or going in and seeing if you're eligible. I mean, maybe you're not, but maybe you are, and it's worth 
finding out. And it's definitely a treatment option that I think is so worth pursuing. And I talk to people about it all the time because it did make a huge difference for me. And I know what it's like to struggle and go through all treatments and just feel so depressed. You feel like giving up, but I really encourage people out there to hold on to hope. And especially because I have a background in mental health professionally and personally, I know a lot and I know there's just so many different treatment options out there and so many different things to try and, you will find the right treatment eventually. Just keep pushing. Awesome. Well, that's great advice. Uh, I appreciate your time and sharing your story. And maybe people will uh, look up, do you want to give a pitch to your YouTube channel? <laughs> yes, sure. Um, so I have a YouTube channel that I started a few months ago. I've always wanted to make a YouTube channel. I mostly talk about mental health, makeup, and music. Sometimes I incorporate them together, like I'll be doing my makeup and talk about something mental health related, or um, I just started reviewing albums that I like, and I will talk a little bit about the band and do some research on the mental health aspect of their lyrics. So most of my reviews are mental health focused as well. Um, but I like branching out and doing different things and I take video requests and I like interacting with my subscribers because as we previously said, connecting with other people is so important and YouTube is a great platform to do that. So, so what would they be looking, looking up if they want to connect with you? Um, so my Instagram, um, I have a private one, but then I have the public one that goes with my channel is Julie underscore counseling. Okay. And then I have a Twitter as well. And that's Julie counseling with no underscore. Okay. Um, I also have a Facebook page and it will, it's in the description of all my videos um, as well. And then you can even talk to me in YouTube comments. Awesome. And um, I don't have a good channel URL yet, but my name is just Julie Elizabeth. And if you scroll past a few Julie Elizabeths, you should be able to find me. <laughs> okay. All right. Great. Well, thank you for your time today. And thank you to all the listeners and or watchers uh, of Monday Mornings with Margie. I hope you have a great week and please be well. You too. Bye. <laughs>